dancing going on in the studio today. 1-866-405-8405. And I'm talking about the animals. I've never <laughs> seen Ladybug, the studio stunt chihuahua, dance like that. She gets on she her little move. hind legs. Yeah, look at her go. She's got rhythm. Yeah. She's like a bipedal dog. Now, did you train her to do that? No, you know, I don't really train her to do a lot of things. She's just a natural. I just look to see what she can do, and I go with her. We don't know what she is. We, uh, of course, if you're a regular listener of Animal Radio, last September we tried to figure out through several <laughs> DNA tests what kind of. Are we still going to be doing that? By the way, we're we still trying to. do I'm the still blood trying test? to. Yeah, I'm trying to do the blood test. She's not the Chihuahua that you went out and adopted. Definitely, she's no. a. Uh, uh, You're just not giving up on this, Judy, are you? Well, you know why. There's monopoly money is still yeah, at stake. Yeah, still sitting that pot is sitting there growing. It's gaining How does she know that's not real money? Yeah. Well, hey. don't tell her that. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, let's see. So, uh, oh, speaking of DNA and the DNA yes. results, we gave away some of those tests, and we just got some email today from someone who tested it out, and they got... Uh, they, they got bees? as colorful results as we got back. <laughs> really? Dog that's an Australian Shepherd, Beagle, Border Collie, Chihuahua, Pekingese, and Pomeranian. All in one dog. How is that possible? <laughs> you can't, some of those, I mean, it is physically impossible. Yeah. Hey, David and Bertha, if you're listening, got your email, call us. We want to find out more about that. I also got another email at yourvoiceatanimalradio.com. Uh, they write... Uh, they want they want one of these tests. If we have any more, do we have any more? I have to check. I don't know. Look in the closet there. Okay. They want to test their animals. They were surprised that we even wrote back, and we do write back to everybody that writes us at your voice at animalradio.com. They go, wow, thanks for even emailing me back. I listen to you every weekend. I plan my morning around it. It sounds like you have the Aww. best job and you work in my favorite part of California. <laughs> it's very nice. That's so nice. You're Twitter now. You're a big Twitterer. I, I have avoided a, the Twitter I, thing, but you're doing it. it. Well, because you you have to be careful my girlfriend warned me, and she is correct. Twitter will suck your soul out. <laughs> so you have to just, you everything in moderation is what I'm trying to say. And, and it's also, I've gotten a couple of, of our listeners who have joined on, which is great. And But I've, I've learned from other people who are on this that there's there's a fine line between following and stalking. Who are you stalking? You're stalk. Aren't you stalking uh, Yoko Ono? Oh no 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 no! She- <laughs> no she's she's a very Bobby. nice lady. Okay. No, she twitters quite a bit, and she you know it, it connects up with everybody. And if you send something that's that's quite stunning or profound, she will actually respond to you. There's a couple of of celebs that do. One of them is Ashton Kutcher and his lovely wife Demi Moore. And there's a couple of people on here that really surprise me, like Anderson Cooper. Mm-hmm. Who's actually on here? And uh, do you and Twitter back like, to anybody that follows you? I mean, how does that work? Uh, a I mean, couple, yeah, a couple, and and it's really nice because some of them are, are are local people that I know, and and a couple of them I uh, picked up a uh, a follower from England, and I believe she's one of our listeners on Animal Radio on XM. Oh, good. And uh, so she's now one of my followers, and it's really nice because you can find out what's going on in the other part of the world. Well, I think that Twitter stalkers, those that stalk mm-hmm. people on Twitter, should mm-hmm. be called twalkers. Twalkers? Twalkers. Twalkers. Yes. We can incorporate that into our vocabulary. Yes. If you want to follow you know, Bobby, by the way, I mean, uh, you do talk about animal radio occasionally, right? We I, Absolutely, I do. And it's just go to d- Twitter, and it's Bobby Hill, and that's B-O-B-B-I-E 
Hill, no space in between. And no relation to the character on uh, Fox. No, not <laughs> yeah, not spelled the same way. <laughs> I, I told someone, Bobby Hill's our news director once, and they, they looked at me, yeah, oh, oh. about your speed, Hal. Uh-huh. Remember, I've had that name longer than that cartoon's been around. And so, Bobby, in fact, I could sue them. And, of course, Bobby Hill exclusively on Animal Radio, along with animal communicator Joy Turner and uh, Dr. Debbie. She's exclusively on Animal Radio, not because she wants to be. It's just the, t- the job market's a little tough right now. <laughs> Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions and Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. It's Animal Radio, one big happy family at one 405 8405 right now. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hi, this is Judge Joey Bellani from Groomer Has It. And when I'm not making people sweat judging their grooming competition, I'm listening to Animal Radio. It's Animal Radio, one 405 8405. Judy has just informed me there's an enormous amount of giveaways in today's show. We love those giveaways. Love giveaways. Yeah. Swag. Swag. One of them comes from Disney. You guys, oh, me love Disney. You, yeah, you, you like live at Disney, don't you? <laughs> Disneyland? I, I, I am a Disneyland whore. And, and you, let me explain what I mean by that. Yes, please. <laughs> please do. We don't want to give the wrong impression here. <laughs> Thank you, because Disneyland may not like that. No, they don't. I'm one of those... Crazy annual pass holders, so I go up there all the time, especially off season when the tourists are not quite as prolific. That's fun. Good. Thanks for explaining that. We didn't want to lose the Disney account. (laughs) We love you, Disney. Disney has teamed up with Pixar. They're making their first digital 3D movie. It comes out this weekend. It's called Up. Just like that. Up. Crazy cast of characters. Carl and Russell. Little doggy. I'm sorry, I'm looking at the picture. I realize this is radio. Yes. You can't hold up the picture. Good, good, Hal. But I have seen the previews of it, and it just looks hysterically funny. Yeah, it is an extremely funny movie. Here's some tickets, Bobby, to go check it out. I have in my hot little hands today, we're going to give away Leapfrog Tag Storybook featuring Carl Russell uh, from Up. I want you to see this. Uh Kids can use this tag reading system to bring words and pictures in the book to life. Uh, then they play learning activities that help build vocabulary and reading comprehension skills. Very I could really good. use this. It actually <laughs> sounded like I was reading that. You could learn more about the movie at Disney.com slash up. And we'll be giving out tickets before the end of today's show. What do you got coming up in news, Bobby? I love it. We are going to take a look at how some airports are dealing with flocks of birds getting in the ways of planes. I heard about this. Coming up. It's the coolest thing. There is a very green way of handling it. I'll have details coming up in the news. Ooh, I'm excited. Also on the way, we understand Judah Friedlander from 30 Rock, NBC's 30 Rock, also met Mike Stefano, a couple of comedians. When I was a kid, the teachers used to say, what are you, some kind of comedian? Of course, no, I wasn't. But no. these guys are making a living doing it, and they're doing something for the animals, and they'll be on before the end of the show today. Uh, let's they're to, actually funny, too. They're actually funny. <laughs> and we'll also Sorry. explain in just a couple of seconds here uh, why there's a quarantine order on our front door here at Animal Radio. Uh, <laughs> we, we have Jason on the phone. Hey, Jason. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you doing? Oh, doing well. I'm just not sure how my dog's doing, because I've never seen a behavior like this before. Uh, Oh, what's he doing? Uh, she's about two years old, and I'd say three weeks or a month ago, she started. Um, if you've ever seen a dog like track like a fleck of dust or something floating through the air, or a flyer or, or something like that, she's doing that behavior 
for I would say you know thirty minutes at a time where where she's jumping around looking in all different directions and hopping up on her back hind legs and kind of snapping her jaws like an alligator would like she was trying uh-huh. to grab something okay. but there's nothing there interesting what kind of dog is she she's a we got her from the pound she's a German shepherd mix and all the rest of the dogs in the litter were like uh, they, they look like black lab chow mixes she's the only one that looks like she does Oh, <laughs> so she wasn't like the the black sheep in the litter. She was just the shepherd in the litter. <laughs> yeah, I mean she's oh. a real she's a really sweet dog, but she's always had a little bit of, of nervous energy. Like she's she uh she's getting better now because we're we're uh, honestly we watch the dog whisperer and we're trying to do that kind of stuff to to teach her to be better around new people. Mm-hmm. Because at yeah. first she was really bad and she's getting better, but now this behavior and we don't know what's going on with her we're not sure if it's some kind of mental thing or if there's some kind of more serious yeah. thing we should be worried about now is there anything that is uh, setting off these episodes as far as is she eating beforehand sleeping is there any activity that you could tr- kind of link that to no i mean at first it started in only one room of the house but now she does it pretty much sometimes wherever she goes Okay. Well, actually, you kind of alluded to a word that um, I'm going to call this, and, and this sounds to me like a fly-biting seizure. And um, there are what we kind of call the grand mal seizures that people are familiar with that look like an epileptic seizure. But there's is it, is it a almost, lot of... Is it almost like it's people like a focal motor seizure? Exactly, yes. It's exactly what a fly-biting seizure is, and it's basically something that they can do and be completely normal at other times. And it doesn't necessarily mean a dog with a fly-biting seizure is going to go on to develop a full epileptic seizure, but it can mean that there's something wrong neurologically that's triggering that. But the good thing is they rarely progress um, to something more serious, although you still have that potential of her injuring herself, you know, by jumping around or, you know, getting kind of in the zone, if you will, and um, not being aware of what's going on around her. So a lot of dogs with fly-biting seizures, I like to do a full medical workup, make sure there's nothing medically going on that we can see in their blood, um, anything in that regard. But if everything looks normal, then we have a decision to make. And the decision is, do we try medicine or do we let her go? If she's having episodes that are that long, I would probably lean towards some medication. And what we basically try is a round of anti-seizure medicine. So sometimes I'll try phenobarbital. And that that can work very well for some dogs with this. Um, other cases, I'll use something called gabapentin. Um, but um, I would say that it, it just screams at me that that is very likely what you're seeing there is a fly biting seizure. And, and uh, you know, we do actually see those a little bit more in some different breeds. I can't say shepherds is necessarily one of them, but um, I've seen it a lot in Bernese dogs, Schnauzers, um, uh, the Greater Swiss dogs, uh, some of those. So so yeah, I would say. And have you talked to your veterinarian about this? At, at any point yet? Well, honestly, I think we need to maybe change our vet because I left a message for her and y'all called me back before she did. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> uh, what I'm concerned about is, you know, in people, you know, a lot of times, uh, seizures aren't that big a deal except for the lack of oxygen. Is this the same thing going on with her whenever she's having these, or is it a different kind of uh, effect on her body? 
It's a different effect. And um, with a seizure, we're not really having a lack of oxygen. It's more, um, if we had more of a fainting episode, that's when we would have a change in the oxygen. Her, she's just got some wires that are just kind of firing um, off um, abnormally. So that's kind of all that is. Um, but still, you know, I'd say the duration that you're describing these and just, um, you know, how it's happening more regularly, I, I would definitely think that she would be one. I'd get some labs drawn on her and then be ready for the potential that, you know, trying something like an anti-seizure medicine may be a good thing that improves the quality of her life. And, and that's what I really look for is that if these episodes are frequent enough or they're affecting her quality of life or yours, then we really, that's when we need to step in and start medicating. So I'd give that a try. There, one last question. So it's not going to do any good. Like I've been trying to correct the behavior what she's doing it, and she can't help it, right? So it's not going to do me, do her or me any good to try to correct it while she's doing it, right? No, no. If this is truly a fly biting seizure, yeah, you're, you're just going to bang your head up against the wall. So, <laughs> oh, okay. yeah, well, you'll be looking for fun. the volume, not her. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, do you have any? <laughs> <laughs> All right, my pleasure, Jason, and good luck with that little one. This is Dr. Debbie at Animal Radio one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Vinny Penn coming at you again on Animal Radio with a party animal segment. I saw on the telephone pole at the end of my street the other day a missing pet flyer. We've discussed flyers here in the past. The catch with this one is they had drawn the picture of the cat missing. It was a pencil drawing. Now that one, you're not going to really be able to tell. I, I don't know. It didn't look any different than any other millions of cats you see out on the show. Well, you don't see as many these days as stray cats as you did when I was a kid uh, back in the 70s and 80s. But um, they didn't really look any different. Two, it told me that you're drawing the picture of this cat that you never took one of your cat. So how much could you have possibly loved it if you didn't have a picture to photocopy for the flyer now that Smitten's is missing. I'm not even going to get into the whole Smittens thing. But how much could you have loved Smittens? Maybe Smittens ran away, one, because he never took a damn picture of him. And two, because he named him Smittens. Any pen, party animal, animal radio. Listen closely. Did you hear that? That's the sound of peace of mind. Peace of mind that comes in convenient, pre-measured packets of Safeguard canine dewormer. Just sprinkle the granules on your dog's food twice a year to protect him against the major types of canine intestinal worms. Monthly heartworm prevention programs alone are not enough. Find out how to get the upper hand on intestinal worm infections by visiting www.safeguardfordogs.com. Every once in a while, there comes along a special group of animal lovers that stands strongly in defense of the voiceless. Animal people is that newspaper for people who really care about the animals. Animal People's published 10 times yearly. The publisher is a nonprofit corporation dedicated to exposing the existence of cruelty to animals and to informing and educating you so that animal lovers worldwide can eliminate such cruelty. Your subscription is $24 a year and is 100% tax deductible. Get Animal People's fair and accurate investigative reporting from the industry watchdog. Visit our website at www.animalpeoplenews.org. That's www.animalpeoplenews.org to subscribe to the news for people who care about animals. Animal People. Subscribe today at www.animalpeoplenews.org. Animal 
Animal Radio is brought to you by Finding Your Own Home, the only realtor and veterinarian approved step-by-step plan for first-time home buyers. Visit www.findingyourownhome.com for more information. Hi, this is Bill Maher. Every year, millions of animals wander away from home, and tragically, most are never reunited with their family. Now there's a way to help a stray animal find its way home. It's called Pets 911. Simply call 1-888-PETS-911 and do your part to help ensure a better future for our animal friends. For more information, go to Pets911.com. Proud to be a partner of Animal Radio. Hi, this is Rue McClanahan on Animal Radio. Stay and neuter your pets. Look at you go. Celebrating our connection with our pets. The whole gang is here. We're dancing in the studio. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, Vinnie Penn. Animal communicator, Joy Turner. Uh, Susan Sims. She's going to go on tour next week, and she's going to tell us all about it. I don't know how she got so lucky to do this. <laughs> but she's going to be traveling all along Route 66. All the details on the way. Judy's waiting for animal control. They're coming out to... Uh, Why? Well, she got bit. She got bit yesterday. Oh, and, and apparently... You bit her? Why? No, Al, the, don't bite her. The, I'm just yeah. the, cat, the cat bit her, and she's... All uh, blaming the She cat. had to go to the hospital or to urgent care. No yeah. stitches. It wasn't that bad. But no. uh, Judy, are you okay? I don't believe Hal. No, I, I'm okay. It actually happened. I got a little... Right. You know, my bite got a little infected, and I had to go get a oh. tetanus and some antibiotics, but uh, wasn't expecting all this hoopla, this reporting it to animal control and... and they're coming out to Personal look at the cat, visit. is that correct? Yeah. It's like the cat shot you with a gun. Well, I know. You know what's really weird here is I'm actually worried about the cat. Cat might be sick now. Should we get the cat? Hey. Hey, when's the last time you had a rabies shot? <laughs> 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 I mean that in the nicest possible way, uh-huh. dear. Bobby Hill, news director extraordinaire. You sit there with a scanner. You pretty much you listen to a scanner all day, don't you? A police I do. Scanner? It's part of my job. Police, police scanner. scanners are yeah. fun. Mm-hmm. I know police code. I'm a police code geek. I can decipher that stuff. And if there's ever an animal story, you're like, you get up and you go to it. And then, of course, you report it right here on Animal Radio. What are you working on for this hour? I try to. We're coming up with something. uh, The people of Maine have a way of showing how much they love their animals on their car. I'll have details coming up for you in the news. That's all right here at 1-866-405-8405. We have, are we going to, is it Courtney? Hi, Courtney. How are you? I'm doing just fine. How about yourself? Good. Where are you calling us from today? Winter Park, Florida. Oh, that sounds like a nice place. Yeah, just outside Orlando. It's beautiful here today. Well, they tell me you have a dog behavior problem, and I have the world-famous Russian dog wizard, Vlade, standing right here next to me. Awesome. Well, we definitely have... It's a a few-part question. I hope you don't mind. Go ahead, ahead, Courtney. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a newborn baby. She's 11 weeks old. And I have two dogs, uh, both little Mexican terrorists. They're little chihuahuas, and they're making the place just crazy. And uh, um, I'm telling people don't buy them. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> well, one is half pug, half chihuahua, so you can't blame the chihuahua 100%. Yeah, I see that. Okay. But um, 
the uh, the problem that I'm having, we have one that's about 12 years old, and she's going blind, and she was the original terror. Now she's just fine with the baby, and uh, it's flipped. The sweetheart is the one that we're having the problem with, and he's going everywhere in the house. We'll take him out for walks twice a day, about a half an hour twice a day, bring him inside, and as soon as he comes inside, he's going to the bathroom in the house. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on. You said uh, you have a problem between child and dog. Now you brought the housebreaking problem. So let's be sorted out. What type of the problems you have? You have both or what? Yes, yes, I'm having both. The the same guy that's going in the house is also growling at the baby. Okay, he's growling but never snaps yet. Exactly. And how old is the baby? 11 months, you said, yes? 11 weeks. 11, so 11 weeks. Your baby is 11 weeks? Yes. Okay, 11 weeks. Okay. Um, okay, so here's what we're going to do with you. Number one, we're going to create positive perception between... Uh, so the dog would percept your child as the positive things. So he, the dog may think, well, the child maybe is, uh, you know, smells funny, moves funny, talks funny. I know, I know how the child talks. Oh, but it's still okay because I'm getting something positive uh, when the child is around. Here's what I will do in this situation I would uh, uh, get the little crate and I'm going to make sure every time when the child is not around I'm going to crate that dog I will isolate that dog Um, I also will uh, make sure every time when the child on my hands or I'm around the child the fun will start all this will give the dog uh, maybe great cookies uh, give him love, affection I maybe will take the child and go outside and maybe toss some ball or play with your dog a little bit and dog needs to associate everything all fun starts when the child is around and another great tip I will give it to you remember uh, Corgi um, if child and the dog will sleep together and eat together that will create a social bond and don't think I need to go to psychiatrist myself by suggesting you that don't <laughs> understand don't understand it literally we in Russia used to used to talk and uh, understand things between the lines. What I mean by that, let's say when your child is sleeping in the little, your child room, you know, I'm pretty sure you have um, one room for your child. See, back in Russia, we had one room for everything, you know, back there. But uh, hopefully you have a separate child, room for the child. So make sure put that little crate in the same bedroom when the child goes to sleep and make sure they're sleeping together in one room. Make sure every time when you're feeding your child, uh, we are going to feed your dog at the same time. And uh, again and again, when the child is not around, dog will be isolated. It doesn't need to put him in the crate. You can just lock him in another room or just uh, get, kick him outside, whatever you would like to do. But he needs to know all fun starts when the child is around. Uh, I also will go to Internet and type... Um, uh, house, house, uh, how, um, I would say, uh, what is the name of the CD would be, um, uh, Child and the Dog, that's the name of that CD is, 
uh, Child and the Dog. And uh, you type it in the Google, and it's going to come up a very nice CD. I would, I would like you play it to your dog so he would be used to all those noises and not growl at the child because he will be desensitized. Rega- regarding housebreaking, uh, we need to do just a few simple things. Number one, we need to always supervise that dog. Uh, if we cannot supervise him, we're going to put him in the crate. Number two, we need to eliminate all smell from the house by using product. Simple solution. Once you eliminate all, all smells, the dog will less likely go to the same spots. And uh, he's not going to pee when you are not around or poop because every time when you are not around, he will be isolated. Now, if he goes outside, he's supposed to uh, pee and poop, and he didn't. Make sure when he brings, when you bring him in, you put him back in the crate for 40 minutes and have to get him back outside. Don't expect him to tell you when he's supposed to go outside for pee and poop. Five, six times per day, tell him, you want to go party? You're going to go party. Let's go party. And always go for the same door. And always be with him outside. And uh, if he pees, say, good boy, good boy, finish, finish give him treats. If he did not, again, you put him back in the crate and take him outside and 40 minutes spent for, on this procedure for a couple of days. He will be just fine after that. I guarantee you. Uh, do you did you do something like or you have additional questions? Um, no, that sounds great. It's definitely worth a try. Uh, my Uncle David Staub said to say hi, and he said I just need to get one of those Caucasian shepherds that you recommend, and that would fix the problem altogether. <laughs> to, eat, to eat both of them, I guess. Yeah, Caucasian shepherds are the huge and big, that's for sure. Thank you for calling on Animal Radio. I mean, yeah, we have a Caucasian shepherd. They're, they're nuts. I, I, if I had more, more time, I would tell you, because once I just arrived to Metro Metro. Detroit area from Russia. I was in charge of canine department for fo- famous organization in Detroit, Focus Hope. And you know, situation in around Detroit. How how can I explain it more more politely? Uh, sometimes the gunshot back there was like a doorbell. So you know, a lot of security issues and people afraid from the dogs back there much more from the guns because gun you cannot surprise in Detroit was the gun I guess. So 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 the problem. So once. My friend brought a Caucasian shopper from Russia, and he brought it to the facility because I said to my manager, you know, they, I have a great, great dog for the guard, uh, for our facility to guard. My manager looked at that dog, and after approached to me and said very quietly, Vladi, please tell that guy, your Russian buddy, put that dog back in the vehicle and drive away and never, ever come back again. <laughs> That's it. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to talk to Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard, or Doctor Debbie, or Vinny, or Joy, or Susan, or Bobby, or Doctor Jim Humphreys, or Britt. She's here today. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. An adventurous little cat took a little walk and apparently made his way from Phoenix to Iowa. After five months, Megan Rowley was sure she'd never see her beloved cat Austin again. Imagine her surprise when she got a call from 1,500 miles away saying they found her traveling tabby. And how they found him was even stranger. In Iowa, Nancy Cook was making a deposit at a bank drive through when a cat jumped right into her car through the open window. Austin landed in her lap, and as luck would have it, Nancy worked as an animal tech at the Avondale Cat Hospital, where Austin's owner was located by Austin's microchip. 
That's amazing. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. Radio 1-866-405-8405 Celebrating our connection with our pets The whole gang's here Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions Vladi the world famous Russian dog wizard Vinnie Penn Joy Turner Animal communicator extraordinaire She still amazes me <laughs> She knows you, stuff you, you that gotta, she shouldn't know That's well, what I'm saying You gotta believe Fido-friendly travel talk. Susan Sims is on the way. She's about to kick off a long tour, a a little over a month on Route 66. Get your licks on Route 66. Across America, thousands of homeless dogs, puppies, cats, and kittens are waiting patiently in shelters. Each animal needs a special person, like you, to receive a new lease on life and find a safe and loving home. Now... Fido Friendly Magazine and North Shore Animal League America have teamed up for the Get Your Licks on Route 66 National Adoption Tour. This life-saving tour will travel the entire length of historic Route 66 to spread the word that adopting a shelter pet is the right choice. This tour will stop in many cities along the route to host adoption events so hundreds of animals can find permanent homes. Our special thanks to presenting sponsor Purina One and the Purina One Hope Network and supporting sponsors Bissell Home Care, Animal Radio, Toyota, and 3M. Our sponsor's support helps make this life-saving tour possible. To learn more about the Get Your Licks on Route 66 Adoption Tour, visit GetYourLicks.org today. And please, adopt a shelter pet. It saves a life, and it's definitely the right choice. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Celebrating our connection with our pets. From all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Hey, Bob. Bobby. Bobby. I just call you Bobby. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so many people do call me Bob, but they suffer from gender confusion issues. Is it gender confusion? Uh-oh. I hear Ladybug, <laughs> the studio stunt wonder dog. Uh-oh. What's she doing? I'm hearing I'm hearing barkages. Hi. What? Come on in. We'll go to we'll go to news in just a second. Hi, we have Who's here? San Luis Obispo Animal Control is here. Can, Hello. Would you talk to us a second about bites? Animal bites? Can't do that? Okay. Not without authorization, Hal. What are you, crazy? Okay. Judy, tell us. Judy, tell us what... Uh... Okay, hold on a second. Judy, if you can tell us what happened, that would be great. Judy got bit a couple of days ago. Judy! Yeah, she was... You know Boog the Studio Cat? He usually gets his glucose test to see if he uh-huh. has diabetes because he takes a medicine. And uh, Judy got bit doing it. So sometimes uh, kitties react like that. I had the same. A very good friend of mine had the same thing happen. So how is it going? I'm How's, doing fine. Bites uh, fine. Bites fine. You bite went and saw great. a doctor. And by the way, if you get bit by a cat, you should always go see the doctor. Get, Chances are yes. we'll get infected. This has happened to you too, Bobby. Not me, my friend. It was the exact same thing within 24 hours. Her hand swelled up to the size of I kid you not, a grapefruit. Ooh. And she was put on antibiotics. It's very treatable. It's, you know, don't get scared. But just remember, 
Ted Nugent was right. Cat scratch fever. Yeah, you had to get a for bites. Uh, uh, a tetanus shot. Yeah, it's been quite a few years since I had tetanus. And so. you're also on an yeah. antibiotic, so yes. it's really important if you do get bit by an animal uh, that you have it checked out. And I believe seek medical attention. The officer here is actually to, to look at the animal. Here's the animal over here. It's a booble kitty. Very normal. Very normal kitty here. Come okay, on. Okay, well, don't go overboard, Hal. Okay. As normal as he can be being my little kitty. He's a good boy. He is. I didn't want to point that out, but you're right. Yeah. And of him? Okay. Let's not waste fine. Let's not waste any more okay. airtime. Bobby, can we uh, do news real fast? We sure can. This is an animal radio news update brought to you by Simple Solution. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. The water landing of a U.S. Airways plane earlier this year brought attention to the hazard of birds near runways. At LAX, over an 18-year period, over 900 birds or other animals struck aircraft. The FAA says this is nothing new. Well, in North Bend, Oregon, the municipal airport has come up with a solution. They're using a herding dog to cut down on bird strikes. Philly, the Border Collie's official title at the Southwest Oregon Regional Airport is... Wildlife Management Canine. And sad news on one of the California condors being cared for at the L.A. Zoo. One of the two birds has died. Mm. He was called Pins and was one of the first six condors released at Pinnacles National Monument. Pins died of lead poisoning and had been in critical condition since arriving at the facility in March. On the upside, because I don't want to bum you guys out, here's the good news. Uh The other California condor that was brought in recovered and has been re-released into the wild. And we know people love to advertise their love for their furry companions. The state of Maine just made it easier. They'll be issuing new animal welfare vanity plates beginning this fall. Maine's governor signed the uh, the new law. It's called an act to create the support animal welfare registration plate. Half the money raised from the $20 fee goes to fund animal cruelty and abuse investigations. The other half to spay and neuter programs for low-income residents of Maine. Plaints will show a dog, a cat, a bird, a rabbit, or a horse. Doesn't matter. They really were pretty wide-ranging for the pets. And the words respect, love, and adopt. Mm. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Get more breaking animal news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update, brought to you by Simple Solution, with a tip for pet messes. For liquid spills or urine stains, blot up the excess by starting on the outside of the stain, then move toward the center of the affected area. This will prevent the stain from spreading. Do you owe too much money on your credit cards? Do you have over $12,000 in debt and don't know how you'll pay it off? I have a proven program that can help solve your debt problems. I'm Ted Brower, founder of Debt Settlement USA. Credit card debt can cause serious financial hardship, especially if you have loss of income, you're going through a divorce, or you have costly medical bills. Before things get worse, call Debt Settlement USA. We'll show you how to get rid of your debt faster than you think, without bankruptcy and without taking out another loan. Just call Debt Settlement USA right now for a free consultation, and there's no obligation. Call Debt Settlement USA at 1-888-551-7788. If you're having trouble with credit card debt, call right now. Call 1-888-551-7788. That's 888-551-7788. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. It's Animal Radio. We're celebrating.
Jeopardy in our connection with our pets, 1-866-405-8405. took a peek out the studio window. I see Animal Control is here. They've yes, arrived. they're here. The lights are on. The lights are on. <laughs> and uh, if you just tuned in, we've been expecting them. And they're actually putting a sign on our door. Do you know what that sign is about? Uh, no, I'll have to go out there and read it. Can they? Can you get them to come into the studio and tell us what they're doing? Yes, I'll try. I'll go. I'll go no, get them. Don't freak them out or anything. Tell, okay. Tell them we love animal control. And yes. Make sure that we hide all the cats. Okay. <laughs> Usually those people are very nice and they're animal lovers, so definitely don't give them a hard time. Yeah, they're good people. They are, and they're they're looking out in our best interest. If you're just tuning in, we'll tell you all the details in just a few minutes. Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard, with your dog behavior questions. Vinny Penn on the way. Animal community. Communicator Joy Turner, Susan Sims, as she starts to report live next week from the beginning of her Route 66 tour. I say her tour because, well, she's the only one from Animal Radio that is going. What's with that? I don't know what the deal is with that, but she'll be reporting every week. This weekend, up, brand new movie in the theaters, Disney Pixar. It's their first Disney digital 3D movie. Ooh, I can't wait to see it. We're going to go after cool, the show. Yeah. yeah, it is. We have some uh, prize packages. They've been nice enough to team up with us with some big-time prize packages. And uh, we're going to be giving away one of these tag reading systems from LeapFrog, as well as uh, T-shirts and storybooks and movie hats and posters. They're so good to us. This movie, you got to check it out. There's a dog in it called Doug. Doug the dog. Uh-huh. And he's, he's a talking <laughs> dog. He talks English because of a scientific breakthrough. It's one of those <laughs> things that maybe may be a child's movie, but it will engage the old Halmeister. Yes, it will. It doesn't take much, does it, Hal? No, it doesn't. Let's hit the phones. I believe uh, we're going to Alex. Hi, Alex. How are you doing? Pretty good. How are you? Good. Where are you today? Uh, I'm in Whittier, California. Whittier, lovely Whittier, California. Alex, what's <laughs> on your mind? Well, I've got uh, two chocolate labs, and um, one's seven years old, and the other one's two. And gotten into the habit of um, I have some several uh, koi ponds in my backyard, and when I'm cleaning them, they eat the string algae. So I'm wondering Thank if you. there's anything bad about that and they, they also eat the oranges off my orange tree but um. mm. <laughs> they're not eating the koi though are they no they're not eating the koi but uh, they seem to enjoy it, and i was wondering if there's any possible medical problems with that or well yeah there is there is definitely that potential um and i'd have to say uh, my dogs would be like all over the fish and they would care less about the algae they would be like <laughs> the word fish sends my labrador is crazy and they they watch for something in the water so it's <laughs> But, um, yeah, as far as with algae, there is the potential that that can be a problem. And there are cases where we can actually get blue-green algae that kind of blooms, especially during the warmer weathers. Um, when that goes into a bloom, there is a potential toxin that they can get from that if they're eating it um, in, in enough amount. And it can be pretty serious. Um, but ha- have they had any ill effects as, as of yet? Oh, no, they've... Um they all see, they seem fine. I mean, they, they don't eat it on a regular basis, but I, I mean, I've seen them a few times where they really eat a big clump of it. It's string algae. Mm-hmm. It's a green string algae. And um, yeah, and I don't know my algaes really well, so I can't tell you probably like what the potential is there for that particular type. But but definitely blue green algae in different ponds and even uh, reservoirs, you know, bodies of water. That is definitely something that there'll be even seasonal blooms where you know there may be warnings out in in um, different uh, like park areas and so forth. So I would be cautious, especially during the summer months. Um, it's probably one of those things, as much as you can do to deter them from ingesting that, I would I would encourage that. The other thing is sometimes even from ponds, we can see problems with uh, organisms like Giardia. 
Um, so that would be potentially be a concern as well. And that can uh, that's a microscopic parasite that can lead to diarrhea, vomiting, and people can get it too. So it's always a lovely thing to be worried about. <laughs> so um, like that. Um, good, good. Fine. They don't throw up or anything. Very good. Well, that's amazing because being Labradors, they do tend to like to eat things, and <laughs> usually yeah. that becomes brought up at a later date for um, the fun and enjoyment of the whole family. <laughs> How about the oranges? Is that a good concern? N- not in the sense of uh, anything that's going to be real serious. Um, if they were to eat large pieces or intact oranges, that would definitely be the foreign body concern. And, you know, it might sound crazy to think a dog might eat a full orange, but um, I wouldn't put it past a Labrador. because <laughs> no, they, they would. They, they basically just they do. sit there and pick it off and chew it eating pieces. They actually peel them? Yeah, he actually peels it, and then um, wow. he'll eat the he'll eat the uh, the orange, the meat, and then he'll eat the peels after. Wow, that that's something. But no, I no ill effect from that. So as long as as long as we're not having, do you have any other fruit trees or anything that are around? Um. Oh yeah, I have an apple tree, and they love the apples. <laughs> they, they They're vegetarians, love. huh? Yeah. <laughs> I, and there's a grapefruit tree, but they won't touch the grapefruit. But they, they like the oranges and they like the apples. Uh, well, good. They got some standards there as far as grapefruits. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so well, I uh, I definitely see uh, the challenge in keeping these little guys out of your um, your koi pond, but as much as you can, I'd say keep them away from that algae. And okay. um, hey, you know, if they like the fruit, vegetables, um, all that, well rounds out the diet there. <laughs> Judy, your dog actually likes grapes, doesn't it? And it's not supposed to. It, it hangs around the grapevines, and you have to watch it diligently because grapes are poisonous. They're potentially toxic. Yeah, grapes and raisins can be toxic. So, so it's it, hard when you have grapevines in your yard. Yeah, watch that if you do. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to talk to Doctor Debbie or Vlade or Vinny or Joy or Susan or Doctor. When I went looking for a quality allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and, most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. Ever dream of a home free from pet stains and odors? Haven't we all? Now defending your dream is easier with Simple Solution Stain and Odor Remover. The new and improved rapid response formula works faster and better at complete and permanent stain removal. This new bacterial and enzyme formula is more powerful and more effective for those tough pet stains like urine, feces, and vomit. Your dream is our reality. Simple Solution products are available at pet specialty stores nationwide. Animal Radio is brought to you by Finding Your Own Home, the only realtor and veterinarian approved step-by-step plan for first-time home buyers. Visit www.findingyourownhome.com for more information. Are you tired of paying rent? The new book, Finding Your Own Home, is the only realtor and veterinarian approved step-by-step guide for first-time home buyers with pets. Even if you're Starting from scratch, finding your own home is the action plan for you. Finding your own home includes 20 things you can do in the next 30 days to get started. Personal stories, 50 color photos, number crunching, online documents, and checklists. Get this book with lots of free stuff and bargains on MyPetFreebies.com. That's MyPetFreebies.com. Fido Friendly Magazine. Perhaps you can do without it, but for kibble's sake, thinking a dog... 
at last, a voice for us traveling canines. Until now, few have taken mobile pooches seriously. After all, who appreciates warm shelter and a comfy bed more than a dog? Fido Friendly, the travel magazine for you and your dog. A quarterly guide to Fido Friendly accommodations in the United States and Canada. Because if Fido ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. Subscribe at FidoFriendly.com. Your dog will thank you. Celebrating our connection with our pets. From all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Things are kind of quiet around here. Kind of kind of sad. I'll tell you why in just a second. I'm going to cheer you up. Please. I, be- I believe we have Judah Friedlander. He's from... Uh, oh, 30 Rock. NBC's 30 Rock. I love that show. He'll be on with us hopefully before the end of the show today. You're kind of down because, well... The end of your training with Pamela Spock and Affordable Agility is today. Yeah, but me and Ladybug will go on. Yeah, and you'll probably do lots more training, right? Yes, yes. Okay. This is just the beginning. We're not ready for competition yet, but uh, we still have our work cut out, but we'll go on. You know, it's it's amazing how Ladybug has really taken to this. <laughs> she loves it. So much so that she gets you to go out to do this agility training. She, it's her time of the day for her. Yes, and she does it on her own sometimes. I'll throw a Frisbee and turn around and she'll be running through the course with the Frisbee. And this might be great for your pet. This might be just what the doctor ordered. If affordable agility has the uh, training materials and the agility in a bag, you can pretty much take it anywhere. Of course, if you know anyone that does agility training, you might want to think about this as a gift. And it's very easy, as we were finding out. It's something that uh, you'll get immediate success and you'll want to keep going on and doing it. What I liked about the kid was it had everything I was looking for. I'm not an agility trainer and I knew the jumps and hoops that I wanted and I I found it all right here. Hi Pamela, how are you doing? Hi Hal, hi Judy, how are you? Very good. I want to go over what's in the kit. We got the weave pole set which we're still working on. You were still working on that. It's going to take some time. Those take a while. It's the hardest one out of all of them. Yeah. It also has the adjustable jump which is... uh, she did that, what, in five minutes? Yeah, less than that. Okay, that was the first thing that she did. Uh, she did the uh, tire jump, mm-hmm. too, first thing. The pause box took a little time, and this was getting her to sit down in the sit pause still. box and wait <laughs> and sit still. And I have trouble doing that yeah. myself. <laughs> is, is that one of the tougher ones to teach? You, you, definitely your dog has to learn how to do a, a sit or a stay and, or lay down. It, it depends on the judge's discretion whether it's going to be a sit or, or a down. But yes, a dog that just, that's the hardest part about the table is your dog is in full run and just jumping and leaping and all of a sudden, boom, she's got to stop. Yeah, that's <laughs> tough. Yeah. It also includes the tunnel and the chute. And uh, she took about three training sessions before she got that. Is yeah, that correct, Judy? Yeah, she go through the chute. You know, she's a little dog. That's a long way for her to push through that chute. But she did very well. And this kit also includes a carrying bag and colored vinyl tape, which we have yet to use. What is that for? It's to decorate the jump bars and the weave poles so your dog, so they don't blend in with the grass. It's, ah. it's to give some contrast. So it makes it easier so that they know where they're jumping. Uh-huh. Okay, okay. And, of course, uh, an instruction manual that includes pictures and training tips for each obstacle. And uh, we got this from AffordableAgility.com, AffordableAgility.com. And we link to everything that you hear on today's show. So if you're driving along right now, don't worry. Head on over to AnimalRadio.com when you get home, and we'll have links to the agility in a bag. I also want to give out the number. We had someone call last week. They said, I don't have an Internet connection. It's one 800 Two five four nine four four one. If you think your dog needs a job, might benefit from this. 
Maybe you also need to get out and get some exercise. I have a $50 gift certificate to Affordable Agility. And Pamela, we thank you very much for that. 1-866-405-8405. More Animal Radio on the way. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hi, I'm Victoria Jackson, and you're listening to Animal Radio. It's Animal Radio celebrating our connection with our pets. Above your cubicle, you have a couple of pictures. You have, uh, well, you have Clive Pierce, a picture of Clive Pierce from HGTV. Don't tell everybody. You also have a picture of Judith... Friedlander from NBC's 30 Rock. <laughs> it's a very funny show, and you've arranged for him to be on the show today. Is that correct? He's one of my favorite comedians. What did you did you tell him he was coming on Oprah, or did you tell him he was coming on Animal Radio? Well, you know, he's single, so I acted like I was interested. Oh, I see. So I got him on I that see. Day. I yes. see how that works. Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, is... Fixing all your dog behavior, most vexing dog behavior problems, and I believe we're going to line three. Is that Jim? Hi, Jim. How are you? Hi. How are you today? Good. Where are you calling from? Right now, I'm in Texas. I'm on my way to Mississippi. Hi, Jim. Uh, How are you? I'm fine. I'm glad to have the privilege to talk to you, and hopefully you can help me. This is the no-spin dog training zone, so I will be straight to the point, Jim. Go ahead. Okay. I have two Jack Russells. One's... uh, named uh, Buddy, he's five years old, and a female named Patty. And just recently, in the last six months, when Patty goes to play with her, one of her toys or uh, walks past him, he'll just lunge at her and grab her by the back of her neck, and she'll yelp and run off and hide in her bed. And we're trying okay, to figure out what's going on. Okay, okay very quickly question. And uh, so basically he bites one time, and that's it. He doesn't continue bite, and they work it out, yes? Yeah, yep. Uh, let me tell you, you have a bad news and the good news. The bad news, Jack Russells, they're famous for the behavior like this. And unfortunately, fixing them is not as easy as the many other breeds. The good news is you're smart enough to get uh, two, you got female and male, because this is the best case to fix it. The, the more difficult would be to get two males to work it out. And almost impossible, mission almost impossible, <laughs> would be fixing two females. Fighting among the bitches is the worst in the, worst in the world. And I will, I will need 10 for minutes to explain why, but I will not. So here is back to your case. What I would do if I would come in your home. Number one, uh, I, w- I know one big secret how to stop the dog from... Um, it's a psychology. How how stop them from uh, misbehaving? They need to worry about you much more than worry about themselves or the toys or something like that. So both of them needs to go to the boot camp. In other words, if you have a if you had a chance to raise two kids, and uh, both kids you somehow make both kids be in trouble, those those two kids becoming friends. So what I would do if I would enter in your household, I would number one. Stop democracy in this household. And number two, I would terminate their welfare to the point they would need to work for every solitary piece of my uh, affection and love. I would do physical exercises with them. 
I by by one dog at a time. I would get them in the backyard and make them run back and forth. After I would do a lot of things as far as establishing my authority and control for the obedience training. I'm gonna get the collar and leash. I definitely is going to use um, Herm Springer German collar by name uh, prong collar for. But because your your dog's very small, size will be 14. But I want to make sure you get a Herm Springer German collar with quick release. The rest okay. of the collars made from the wire. They can scratch the dog's neck and such and such. And that one works as the magic. And after that, I want to make sure I put the lesion collar on them. And I will do my best to do whatever obedience training you can do. I would definitely focusing more on uh, control exercise, such as walking, sit-stay, and down-stay. And I would be lucky enough... I would do two dogs at the same time because if you make your dogs work, uh, sleep together and work together and eat together, they will become friends. So in other words, I will have two dogs on the leash and train them together, first one dog at a time and after two dogs at a time. So they would have some leash time. After that, I would get two wire crates, very small one, and time from time I'm going to put them in the crate for maybe the time when I cannot supervise them. I want to make sure the trick is I'm going to put two crates side by side. And uh, when I'm feeding them, I'm going to feed them in those crates. So I want to make sure they're feeding together, eating together. I want to make sure they're spending some time, time out together. And they're working together. Uh, and if you, if you also terminate in other privileges if they still have, like jumping on the furniture or being on the bed and things like that, that would be contributing in a big way as well. And the third thing what I would do, I would uh, stop them from barking. Because if you're going to stop them from barking, this is the 50% of the success to stop them from fighting. And if you stop them from pulling you on the leash and stop them from barking, that's going to be 80% from, stop, from, from, uh, from them being aggressive to each other. And you can stop them from barking by using device by name Pet Convincer. You can link to Animal Radio and uh, you will be able to know where to get that device. Very inexpensive, operating by the air. Psst. Just like this. And you can use the same device in the time when one dog shows this displeasure or shows uh, some stress or shows some disrespect toward another one. I would, for the time being, I would remove all toys like pig ears and things like that, which will, which will really pr uh, provoke any aggression. I just put the neutral neutral toys, the toys which they are really neutral, not be possessive and such and such. But if you get a lot of out of them, such as physical and mental um, energy through the obedience training, you are uh, achieving a couple of goals. Number one, they're becoming tired. Tired dogs the good dogs. you diminishing their social position proportionally. All aggression comes from belonging to the top position in the rank. And, uh, you know, you're establishing yourself as authoritative leader. Remember, people, according to the K-9 pack, law of K-9 pack, presence of strong and confident leader in the pack suppress any aggression on every member of the, cat, on the pack. All aggression comes to belonging to the high position in the pack. It's like in the work environment. The more strong manager, the less friction among the employee. If you have more questions, please email me, Vladi at AnimalRadio.com. Thank you, Jim, for calling me. Vladi is at your beck and call. By the way, head on over to SoCal Dog Training. He could be your trainer. Bobby, you're working on news. What do you got? 
Well, our neighbors to the north up in Canada have a Hall of Fame, an Animal Hall of Fame, and I'm going to tell you how one very fat cat got inducted. It's coming up in the news. Now, what do you usually call them? The uh, Our top hat? When you look at America, really, mm-hmm. literally, Canada is America's hat. They're lovely people. <laughs> is Animal Radio Network. Celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Truly an incredible show. Wow. A lot we of giveaways a, today, by the yeah, way. Yeah, we have a really big shoe today. Judith Friedlander from 30 Rock, NBC's 30 Rock, joins us. Yay! That's very exciting. And giveaways, including, uh, ooh, from the Disney Pixar movie Up, which opens this weekend. We have gift packs worth about $100 a piece. Is that correct? Pretty nice. Yes, they are. Including electronics. That's all in today's show. You know, we get a lot of books that cross our desks. Uh-huh. And when a title speaks for itself, it's one of those things that you... <laughs> title, had me at the title. Yes. Here's one. Swimming with piranhas at feeding time. My life doing dumb stuff with animals. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is genius. I had to crack oh, yeah. that one open, right? We have the author, Richard Conniff, on the phone. Hi, Richard. How are you doing? Good. Nice to be here. What kind of dumb stuff have you done with animals? <laughs> well, why don't we talk about the piranhas? Okay. Uh, so I went down to um, the Dallas Aquarium to start with. And uh, they had a tank that was about the size of a hot tub, uh-huh. and it had 40 piranhas in it. They were big, and I was told that they were one of the dangerous species. And I was also told, before I got into the tank, that their South American nickname is Capoburo. What does got, that mean? Well, I found out when I got into the water, it means donkey castrator. Oh. <laughs> so that was kind of um, unnerving. And, um, and uh, in fact, though, the piranhas... Um, immediately ran to the opposite side of the tank and, and stayed there cowering, even though it was feeding time, because I didn't look like the kind of food they were used to. Well, Richard, huh. what made you want to do this? <laughs> I was dumb, I guess, but also um, I was I was looking into the story of the piranha and how it got this ferocious reputation, and it's mainly due to Teddy Roosevelt, who was making a trip to Brazil in 1913 and wanted what he called the devil of evil wild nature in the tropics. Uh-huh. Um, and he thought the piranha was that incarnate. So he, he created this myth of an animal that will strip you to the bone if you put your foot in the water. And, um, and of course, it wasn't true. You said they're like cows? Uh, well, so, so people who have done studies of how they live find that they don't actually kill much of anything most of the time. What they do is they, they sneak up on other fish and they bite their tails they take a chunk out of the tail, or else they rake off uh, scales the way you would rake shingles off a roof. Mm. And they get lots of protein from that, but the scales and the fins grow back. I always wondered wow. if they grew back there. Huh. So they're getting a bad rap. Peroners are getting a bad rap. What about spiders? they get a bad rap? Oh, yeah, definitely. Spiders, um, I, I was out with a guy named Bill Eberhard, who spent his entire career studying spiders, and he works now in Costa Rica. And he showed me just amazing things that spiders can do with their webs. My favorite is a species that he discovered. It uh, imitates the pheromone of a female moth, and it calls in male moths. And when they get close, it takes a ball of, of gluey silk 
on the end of a string, and it swings it around and zaps it and then hauls it in. He named that Dizzy Deeney after the baseball pitcher. <laughs> Amazing stuff to, yes, to think you, this is all going on. Yeah, with yeah. things we don't know about out there in nature. What's going on on our forehead, do you think? <laughs> well, oh. okay, so so I was kind of interested in, in, um, in life on the human body. Yeah. Um, and, and, I, and I'm also interested in the idea that you don't really have to go to Costa Rica or to Africa to see amazing wildlife. Mm-hmm. So I went to my local university where the world's expert on follicle mites happens to work. Uh-huh. And he told me to take a bobby pin and scrape it across my forehead and then give it to him. And he, he took the skin that, that had been caught up in the bobby pin and put it on a slide. And then uh-huh. he started to look at it. And he said, oh, Wow. Uh, that's you don't want to hear that. That's the last thing you want to hear. <laughs> and then he said, "I've never seen this many follicle mites on one person before." Uh, and you know he'd been studying them for his entire career, and I'd just taken a shower, so I found that kind of distressing. <laughs> but in fact, the follicle mites live there. We are their habitat. They don't do any harm. They just sort of lap up uh, cellular fluids, and and um, we live harmonious, harmoniously. Probably more harmoniously if we didn't know they were there. Yeah, all now this, we know. Yeah, Thank all you. we know, and you can know more. All this information, of course, documented in Swimming with Piranhas at Feeding Time, My Life Doing Dumb Stuff with Animals by Richard Kahn. If I have 10 copies to give away at one 405 8405 If you don't get through, head into your bookstore or over to Amazon.com. Ask them for Swimming with Piranhas at Feeding Time. Richard Conniff, thank you so much for joining us today. Well, thank you. Appreciate it. More Animal Radio on the way. It's Animal Radio, 1-866-405-8405. Animal Control just left the studios here, visiting you, Judy, who got bit. You got bit. I got bit, yes. For the first time in years, I got a little cat Ouch! Now, I noticed that... uh, your dog went crazy when animal control. <laughs> Must have been the uniform. Yeah, do you think it was? I I've never it, seen Ladybug like that before. No, I think it was the uniform. And it, I mean, it was a woman. It wasn't like it was a big, scary man or anything like that. So it well, had maybe to be the, the cop uniform. found her stash. Yeah. Ooh. That would be bad. You know, I was a little worried, though, because when she um, wanted to know if there was any, you know, seeing of imaginary objects and biting at the air, she was looking over towards Hal. <laughs> Is that, a, is that a sign of, like, uh, rabies or something? Yeah. Rabies. Yeah, so I thought, Hydrophobia. You know, I thought she was going to take Callaway for a second. <sighs> well, has he been checked? Who, me? No, but he yeah, does he those is. things. you got to watch him. At least he behaved when she was here. <laughs> I was worried. Really, Hal, always try and act normal in front of someone with a net. Okay, just because <laughs> you don't hear the voices I hear doesn't mean... <laughs> I just uh, you hear the voices doesn't mean you're supposed to answer them. I just was handed this. You'll be intrigued to hear this. A brand new movie coming out this weekend. Disney Pixar's Up. Up. That's the name of the movie. Ah. Up. It's in Disney Digital 3D. This is their first Ooh. digital 3D film. Have you guys seen the trailers for this? I, I'm, yes. I'm going to go see it today. It looks hysterical. I have in my hot little hands... From Disney and Pixar, no. five, five no. of these Pixar <gasps> prize packages, and they include, of course, the movie hat, the T-shirt, and the and the poster. Uh-huh. But they also include a Leapfrog <laughs> tag reading system storybook. Wow! This is That's great for good. the kids. 
Oh, that teaches them to read so fast. Yeah. Helps build their vocabulary and reading comprehension. And we're going to give away one today before the end of the show. So you want to write down this number, one 405 8405 for the Disney Pixar prize pack coming up before the end of today's show. Bobby, what do you got coming up in the news? Well, you know, the postal workers work no matter what. You know, rain, sleet, gloom of night, all that stuff. Yeah. I have a story about something teeny tiny that barks that's preventing them. <laughs> it's coming up in the news. I can't wait. one 405 8405 Hey, Mike. Hey, how you guys doing? I got a howling dog I can't get to shut up. Okay, well, Vlade, come over here. We got a howling dog problem. Vlade. <laughs> Hold on, hold on, hold on. Where's my tea? Where is he? What's he doing? Okay, all right. Now, now think what you what you may think I'm doing. I'm fine. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead, Michael. <laughs> well, it started with she's a puppy. She's nine years old, Labrador something mix from she was born in Mexico. But started when she was a puppy. Whenever I listen to you know like my favorite music, Southern gospel, you know, so any kind of harmonies or you know orchestra type music where there's multiple sounds coming out, you know, she just. She won't shut up. And when she was a puppy, it was like just, oh, she was just talking to me, you know, and it was cute. But now it's turned into this howl, just high-pitched, yelping, okay. howling. And I've, I've tried everything, you know. Okay, Michael, 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 Michael. Let me respect for you to stop. Do you think your case is unique? Do you think I'm the first dog? You're, you have a first dog I'm dealing with barking. Let me help you out pretty quick. So just a few questions. Uh, you, are you talking about his barking when you're home or when you're not home? I'm a truck driver, and so she's always in the truck with me. Oh, this is the, as easy as uh, have it's a not, it's, it, it can be at home on the TV. Okay, well, in your presence. In your presence. In, yeah. Listen, yeah. it's going to be as easy for you and me as to uh, get a good shot of the Russian vodka to fix your de- behavior problem. You know, and let me tell you how. Uh, just remember, you gotta, you, when, as, when, when you go home, you're going to go on the computer and you're going to type www.petconvincer.com. www.petconvincer.com. This is a unique uh-huh. device which is emitting blast of the air, very harmless, just air and sound. It's a very small one. Yes, just just uh, every time when your lap is just, lap is just barking, just one oh, convincing yeah? air blast, bad behavior in the past. Don't yell and scream, just convince and compel. Okay. That's it. <laughs> I'm having too much fun. I'm serious. I'm I'm serious. This is this is just you're looking for the cure. You're looking for their ultimate remedy. You're looking for the magic. This is the magic for you. We're going to link to the pet convincer and all the items that you hear. Vladi talks about a lot of things, and we don't expect you to write them down while you're driving. We hope you don't, because frankly, you'll drive off the road. Don't worry, all that information is at our website at AnimalRadio.com. And if you have any additional questions, you can actually email Vlade from the website. Like I make a big deal, like it's some big deal. You can email all of us. Good morning, good afternoon, whatever time of day it is, Animal Radio fans. It's Vinny Penn coming at you with another Party Animal segment. That's right. Sometimes I just open with a question here on the Party Animal segment, and that's what I'm going to do this time. And you could perhaps, if you'd like to uh, display your comedic chops, email me at vinnyatanimalradio.com. Why are there some people out there who own both a cat and goldfish? I don't understand what that is. Do they, do they want to actually view a 
goldfish nervous breakdown? Is this something they want to say? They're amused by it. Hey, look, yesterday it looked at, looked the way it's traveling. Nose we're leaving. They jingle jangle the keys in front of them. We're about to leave. We're leaving you alone with Sabretooth over there. That's right. Another nine hours. Look at him shake. Look at the fish shake. Isn't it hilarious? I've never understood homes that have both a cat and an aquarium. Did they miss Tom and Jerry growing up? Was that not on? They were watching Heckle and Jekyll. They were a Scooby-Doo family. I don't know. Do they even know that the second they leave? The worst thing about the, these house cats, too, is they don't just immediately run up. If you put a camera, if you rigged your video camera to film the house while you were at work, house cats don't just immediately at five after nine, the second you leave, the second you get in your, your Honda to go to work, they don't immediately pounce on the tank. They toy with those two tiny little goldfish, man. That cat's moving slow across the room and he's looking and he's licking his chops. Yeah. And then, boom, he's right in front of them. And then maybe he'll back off. I don't know. Maybe I'll eat you. Maybe I won't. And then it's bobbing for apples until 5 o'clock. Why do people have both a cat and an aquarium? That is this week's question on Party Animal. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. This is Glenn Close. On Animal Radio, urging you to spay or neuter your pet. Across America, thousands of homeless dogs, puppies, cats, and kittens are waiting patiently in shelters. Each animal needs a special person, like you, to receive a new lease on life and find a safe and loving home. Now, Fido Friendly Magazine and North Shore Animal League America have teamed up for the Get Your Licks on Route 66 National Adoption Tour. This life-saving tour will travel the entire length of historic Route 66 to spread the word that adopting a shelter pet is the right choice. This tour will stop in many cities along the route to host adoption events so hundreds of animals can find permanent homes. Our special thanks to presenting sponsor Purina One and the Purina One Hope Network and supporting sponsors Bissell Home Care, Animal Radio, Toyota, and 3M. Our sponsors support helps make this life-saving tour possible. To learn more about the Get Your Licks on Route 66 Adoption Tour, visit GetYourLicks.org today. And please, adopt a shelter pet. It saves a life, and it's definitely the right choice. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Is your dog a lucky dog? My dog is. She eats lucky dog cuisine. Home-cooked meals that come straight to my door. Give your dog the same natural ingredients you would if you had the time to cook for them every day. Feed your dog what Animal Radio feeds their lucky dog. Lucky dog cuisine. Great ingredients, no preservatives, straight from lucky dog's kitchen to your freezer. Visit luckydogcuisine.com for tail-wagging home-cooked meals made with love. Luckydogcuisine.com. That's luckydogcuisine.com. Hi, I'm Junior, a puppy that was adopted from a shelter. Now, I'm helping other shelter pets find homes with the Get Your Licks on Route 66 Life-Saving National Adoption Tour. Thousands of dogs, puppies, kittens, and cats are in shelters around the country just waiting for homes. To find out more, please visit GetYourLicks.org to see when this life-saving tour will reach a city near you or contact your local shelter. Open your heart and your home and adopt a shelter pet today. It saves a life and it's the right choice. 
Does your pet become anxious when you leave the house? Do certain sounds like thunder or sirens cause your pet to feel uneasy? If your pet barks excessively or is an out-of-control chewer, you'll find the solution in Classic Cuts by Music My Pet. The principal performer for Disney's Baby Einstein has created Classic Cuts with special sounds to help calm, soothe, and relax your pet. A calm pet is a happy pet. To order your Classic Cuts, visit www.musicmypet.com or call 1-877-PET-CALM. Are you tired of paying rent? The new book, Finding Your Own Home, is the only realtor and veterinarian-approved step-by-step guide for first-time home buyers with pets. Even if you're starting from scratch, Finding Your Own Home is the action plan for you. Finding Your Own Home includes 20 things you can do in the next 30 days to get started. Personal stories, 50 color photos, number crunching, online documents, and checklists. Get this book with lots of free stuff and bargains on MyPetFreebies.com. That's MyPetFreebies.com. It's Animal Radio. 1-866-405-8405. One week away from kicking off the Get Your Licks on Route 66 tour. We'll be stopping at 40 places, 40 adoption shelters across the country from uh, Santa Monica all the way to... Now I understand we've added Mich- a Michigan really? date on. That kicks off June 6th by the bye. Oh, is this a true story that, Judy, you can't go out? Yeah, there's a big red sign on the <laughs> I can go out. The animals can't. What the heck happened? Boog bit me. You know, we have to draw his blood. We have to draw his blood once a month. And I've been doing it for years. He's he's very easy, but for this time he didn't want to have anything to do with it. I think what happened is we wiped his paw pad with rubbing alcohol and then yeah. it's it's like doing like a diabetes and I think I pricked his paw too fast and the alcohol Ooh. burned him, so he just reached down. He went down Ooh. to the bone. He two puncture <gasps> wounds in my hand in the palm of my hand. Killer and, Chihuahua. Yeah, well this is a cat. Oh, oh, this yeah, is, this is the cat. cat. Yeah, yeah. Let's this so, so this sorry. Is the cat. Sorry, yeah. I'm thinking the ladybug, and I no. got all confused. So this is a cat. They have all that bacteria. <gasps> oh, and ooh, I waited. Yeah, that. Yeah, I waited like 24 hours. The next day, when I woke up, oh my god, my hand! I couldn't even move it. It was like twice the size. It was red, swollen, hot, and so yeah. I went to the doctors. They gave me tetanus and antibiotics, and the, since it was a bite, they had to report it, and they called. Uh, I'm worried about the cat. Oh. <laughs> Kind of shot. I've had my shots. I think, so I think you're headlining on that bite of funny thing, Hal. Yeah, he should be. So anyway, they yeah. had to send animal control out to look and, at the yeah, cat. And they, animal control, we tried to get them on the air with us. They wouldn't come on the air. No. But they just put the sign on the door. It's a big red sign. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, I know. We were, like, uh, marked. No animals oh in or out God. for 10 days. Were you having company? Uh, just the UPS guy. He won't yeah. come near anymore. <laughs> Uh, so, okay, get your licks on Route 66. You kick it off in one week. If you want to learn more, head on over to the website, getyourlicks.org, where you'll get all the details. Now, you guys, I, I, first of all, there seems to be some inconsistencies I need to get straight. I have one piece of paper here that says it's a 36-foot vehicle that you're stuffing all these animals into with the North Shore Animal League. God bless their soul. Then I have another thing that says 40 feet, and then I have one here that says 44 feet. How big is this vehicle exactly? <laughs> it's growing all the time. This vehicle, uh, a.k.a. the bus. The bus. Is Good thir- name. Th- let's just say it's 36 and a half feet because it's, I think it's 36 feet. I, I think this was the bus that needed wrapping the most, and so this is the bus that we get to use. 
Okay, good. Okay, so it's a nice big bus. You're going to stuff it full of animals that need adoption. You're going to be stopping at shelters all along the way. So if you live anywhere along Route 66, you're planning on getting a, a puppy or a cat or an animal within the next few weeks. Hang tight till we come to your town within the next month for this big adoption fest we're going to do along Route 66. Now, you wrangled Purina, uh, One Hope, Bissell, 3M, Toyota all together for this. God bless you, Susan. And, of course, the North Shore Animal League. You must be very excited. Take a look at all these cute puppies and kittens looking for forever homes. And you'll be reporting every week. Now, where will you be traveling precisely? That's what we're all wondering here at Animal Radio. Well, we uh, thanks to the the nice folks at Toyota, they have donated a, a Toyota Venza. And if if you've seen the commercials for this car, it's really fabulous. And they've got all these great gadgets uh, for people traveling with their dogs, so it's perfect for us. So we're going to be the chase vehicle. Okay, and we'll, then, we'll act like the cat or the dog to the big bus. And then you go into Fido friendly hotels in the evening. Exactly right. This is going to be interesting. This is going to be a different place every night for, gosh, six weeks, I think, um, by the wow. time we end up in Chicago. That sounds just uh, like my yeah. 30s, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is this is fun. We have Junior, you know, our, our newly adopted uh, five-month-old um, puppy. And um, he's so cute. So he's the poster pup. And I'm going to find some good daycares for him. So while we're sitting around talking to people and, oh, for, before I forget, we're going to take pictures of every single person who adopts a dog uh-huh. and they will be one of those lucky people along the route will be having their dog on the cover of Fido Friendly Magazine. Ooh. I love that magazine. That's such Fun. a good magazine. Did I tell you how much I love that magazine? <laughs> oh no, probably not enough. <laughs> okay, get your licks on Route 66. Getyourlicks.org is the website. Of course, learn more at that website and learn more about everything you've heard on today's show at animalradio.com and Susan will be reporting live next week. On the road. We'll all be down there next week, and then you'll be reporting. Second stop, Flagstaff, right? That's right. Flagstaff, they're going to roll up the red carpet first there, too. So I think we're just going to have a big party the whole route. How did she get the long I straw? I No. She always does. <laughs> she has all the fun. You guys can come anytime you like. <laughs> if you want to find out all the dates, where we'll be, maybe we'll be in your city. If you're anywhere along Route 66, we encourage you to come out and visit us. If you're planning on adopting, hang tight for a couple of weeks. We'll be out there. Getyourlicks.org is the website to learn more. And, of course, links to everything you've heard on today's show at AnimalRadio.com. We want to thank, of course, Purina One, uh, Bissell, 3M, Toyota, One Hope, and Fido Friendly Magazine. And, of course, North Shore Animal League, all of their animals traveling across the country in a 40-foot vehicle. Wow. Not all of their animals, but a lot of their animals. Uh, let's uh, hit the phones. I believe we have Collins on the phone. Fo- Hi, Collins. Hi, how are you? Good. Where are you? I'm in Vidalia, Georgia. Vidalia. That sounds pretty. It's where the sweet onions come from. The Vidalia onions. Oh. I love them. I cook with them all the time. Well, they just Sounded came out about more. a month ago. Yeah. How can we help you? Dr. Debbie's right here. Well, Dr. Hello? Debbie, I'm in a dilemma. I have two, right. two rescued cats. They're both males. Both declawed, both have been fixed, as we say in the South. Mm-hmm. Um, I've lived in the same place for five years. I've had one of the cats for nine years, one for five. And about eight or ten months ago, uh, with two cat litter boxes, they've started defecating at times outside the box. Now, my first instinct was to take them to the vet, took them to the vet, had them checked, had the fecal matter checked. Everything was fine. Mm-hmm. I bought two new cat litter boxes. Then I bought a third. Then I bought new cat litter. Okay. I don't know what else to do. They're still doing it. Okay. And are they pooping, like, immediately outside of it, like within a couple of feet or a couple of inches? 
Yes, and I'm in an apartment where I don't have too much of a choice as to what room to use. Okay. Uh, the boxes are about 8 or 10 feet apart, but it had never been a problem. I've lived in the same place for five years, and, yeah, it's within 2 to 3 feet of the box. But not okay. always, and never they're never urinating outside the box. Okay. And has there been any introduction of any new pets into the home, even on a temporary basis? No, ma'am. Okay. And do these guys have um, access to go outside, or are they completely indoors? Completely indoors. Since they are declawed, I don't want to take the chance on them getting injured. Sure, sure. And then um, as far as it, what room is the litter box or the litter boxes in? They're, well, I have a two-bedroom townhouse, and they're in my uh, second-bedroom slash office. And so it's just me back there, and, and I'm single, okay. so uh, you know, there's nobody here but me. Okay. Interesting. And is this a one-story or a two-story townhouse? Two-story. Two-story. And do you have a litter pan on the other floor? No, never tried. Never had to. Okay. Because um, definitely you've approached this in the right way where sometimes it is a matter of something is wrong in the litter box world for them. And I always do like to give um, the pet the chance that there could be a medical problem, so I applaud that. You did take them to the vet, have them checked out. Because a lot of times litter box problems, especially pooping problems, can be triggered by a medical disorder. So it's a little bit less likely now that we have two of them doing it, but that can be something that at least starts the initial culprit off. Um, things like inflammatory bowel disease, which can be a diet-related thing, can actually initially start the, the behavior, and then you start having the cycling of, well, this is just what we've been doing, and this is where I want to go. So um, that might still be something I would consider as far as trying a hypoallergenic diet and switching these guys over to that, just to kind of give them the benefit of the doubt with that. But well, I think if we got to... Excuse I'm, me. Uh, for a while... Uh, for most, up until about uh, six months, uh, four months ago, I guess, one cat would only eat wet and one would only eat dry anyway. So they were on mm-hmm. two different foods. They never, they didn't like each other's foods. Huh. And so, That's interesting. <laughs> Usually it's, I want what the other guy has. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, huh, that's interesting. Now, as far as the environment and switching things around, I mean, definitely got some of the right approaches there. A couple things that I would make sure as far as you've tried new boxes entirely, I definitely would try as much as you can stand it. We need to try different areas in the house. So I would definitely make sure we have a litter box spot on on the other floor. And um, I would actually, if there's particular areas where they are pooping right now, I would try to put some feeding areas in those sites. So um, scooch the litter pan to the side, put the food where you where they're currently pooping, and then we'll see if we can get them to go where there is not food because that's always an aversion for, for animals, you know, just like people. You don't want to eat where you're going to the bathroom. So, well, I'm just afraid um, they'll find another part of the house to do it. Well, the trick is while we're doing that, we're going to give them alternatives. So we're going to give other sites, and you may have, you may need to get, you know, four boxes in your house just so we can give them a lot of options. Switching the litter types is definitely good. If you use clay, go to the scoopable. Scoopable, go to clay. Um, for some cats, it's very important to take the lids off the litter pans. It may seem nice for us, but cats can really get bugged out by that. So um, if there's any covers on any of them, I take them off put them away. Don't even use them whatsoever. Now, the other things that we can try would be to 
try some pheromones. We use it a lot when cats have peeing problems out of the box, but no reason you can't try it. And those are the scent hormones that are specific for one species. So cat pheromones can either be used as sprays or plug-in um, uh, items that you plug into your um, outlets, and that releases this kind of calming hormone. So if there's some... Tr- something like that. What's that? How do you obtain something like that? Very easy. Um, either talk to your veterinarian or check out um, some of the local pet stores and some of the different pet supply areas. Um, something you don't need a prescription for, you can just get, try it. There's really not any side effects. If you got some extra mellow kitties, hey, that's a good thing. <laughs> it's always good in a cat household. So I would definitely give that a try. Um, and then as far as I've even had some cats where the box might be a little too small for them. So we want to make sure that the box is at least maybe one and a half times the kitty length. Um, so if you have to, I'll even go up to even a, a larger tub um, that you can get like at a uh, garden store. Right. Um, so it's actually more like a kitty pool, if you will, so that we give a larger area because sometimes it can be that they just don't like the sensation of having to turn around. So there's a lot of different kind of remedies here. And it doesn't always seem like there's some sense to it, but a lot of times they are trying to tell us something. And we got to remember, cats, when they urine mark and they fecal mark, it is that. It's basically a way that they're talking to us or talking to each other. So um, the territory is all theirs, and they're going to poop where they want to poop unless we tell them and direct them where it's most appropriate. So you've got a challenge on your hand there, Collins, and uh, keep up your efforts. But um, as far as I think we have a lot of opportunity, but you're going to be dancing around some litter pans in your house for a little while. So sorry to break the news to you. This is Dr. Debbie. If you have a question... We are here at one 405 8405 You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hi, this is Jamie Farr, and you're listening to the Animal Radio Network. And remember to spay and neuter your pets. It's Animal Radio, one 405 8405 We're celebrating our connection with our pets, as we do every weekend. And uh, Animal Control was just here. It's always kind of Uh-oh. scary when Animal yeah, Control... Yeah, they came out it's here like to the, the studio. It is, like the Animal Cops. <laughs> Judy, yeah. t- tell everybody that's just tuning in why Animal Control was here. You, well, you, I have a cat. Well, they're one of our studio cats. He's ill, and we do a blood draw every month. I've been doing this for years, and I drew his blood the other day, and he got a little upset, and he bit me. And a small little bite. Yeah, but it, it went pretty deep, and uh, so I just went to the doctors just to, you know, have it cleaned out. It was starting to swell, and they told me that they had to report me to animal control and Ooh. fill a report, and that animal control was going to come out and look at the animal. That's like and, a gunshot yeah. wound at a hospital. They have to report it to the police. No kidding. Yeah. I was really surprised. So, like, did, did Boog get a citation? No. Or did they frisk him or what? <laughs> yeah. It did look at Full him. body cavity search? What happened? Well, you know, we, we he is now officially quarantined for 10 days. Uh-oh. We have to put a sign outside the studio oh, like on the window. House arrest, huh? yeah, it is. So anybody coming up to the door can see that we have a, a biter that's under house Morning arrest. Morning attack cat. Yes. Oh, that's funny. Uh, okay. This is okay, only for, for 10, 10 days. For 10 days. Right. And they don't even have to come back out at the end of 10 days. At the end of 10 
seven days, they will call. And if Boog is still, you know, the cat is still acting fine and normal and hasn't bitten anybody, I can take the sign down in the quarantine. Now, this over. this might scare people away from getting medical attention if you get a bite. I encourage you, if you do get a cat bite especially, those get yeah. infected really they, easily. Cats have some nasty bacteria in their mouth that can get in a wound. And mine tended to close up fast, so it didn't really bleed a lot, which is worse. That's because, bad. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, you really want to get it to drain. So don't be afraid to go to the doctors and get the tetanus and any antibiotics because trust me animal control does not want your biting they just animal. said they don't want your biting yeah, animal they they're don't not want there to get there. they're here to just to make sure that it's a that it's a healthy animal yes. pretty much uh what okay. uh i noticed when she came in she said we're that was the first thing she said we're not here to take your animal she probably gets a now she wouldn't come on the air with us no she? she said it's a department policy that they are not allowed to talk to the media you know a little bit about that bobby what, what is that? Honey, yeah. And my, my other job as a, as a field producer, you have to get permission from their media relations person, yeah. their PIO, their public information officer. All county agencies are like that. Yeah, and then they want the questions ahead of time. Right, want to know what you're going right, to ask. They want yes. someone there to make sure that you don't ask something inappropriate or well, they don't she, she did a fine job, and she was very nice, yes. just in case anyone's wondering. Well, of course she was, County of San Luis Obispo. Yes, of course. We love them. There They're you go. Doing a good job. This is an Animal Radio News Update, brought to you by Simple Solution. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Three dogs and one fat cat were honored as heroes in Canada by the Purina Animal Hall of Fame. I love it. Our neighbors to the north. You know, America's hat, Canada. <laughs> the inductees include Sophie and Bijan Frise, who woke her owner to alert her that her daughter had slipped into a diabetic coma. Thankfully, the daughter recovered. Then there's Jared, an eight-year-old Chow Chow, saved his owner and another dog from a charging black bear before safely escaping himself. There's Ace, the Dutch Shepherd Mix. He was adopted and trained by a police officer in Ontario. And he was uh, uh, trained to be a search and rescue dog. Well, he found a woman buried in the snow who'd been missing three days. Yes, she recovered. And finally, there's Nemo, the 21-pound cat whose persistence helped save a life. Yes, I said 21 pounds. (laughs) He alerted his Toronto owner that her husband had stopped breathing. And the man survived. Thanks to the wife's fat cat. I'm hoping it wasn't Nemo sitting on his chest that caused the breathing problems. (laughs) Originally, yeah. For for close to 200 years, the Postal Service has delivered the mail under the slogan, Neither rain nor sleet nor gloom of night would keep them from their appointed rounds. Mm. That was before they met Cosmo, a Jack Russell Terrier in Clarksburg, West Virginia. Cosmo is preventing mail delivery to seven homes along Milford Street, according to the Associated (laughs) Press. This is a little Cosmo's owner say he hasn't bitten anybody. He just chases them. <laughs> and one carrier was injured after falling down while trying to run away from the 20-pound dog. Sorry, USPS isn't laughing, even though we are. They won't resume mail delivery until Cosmo is gone. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Get more breaking animal news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update, brought to you by Simple Solution, with a tip for pet messes. For liquid spills or urine stains, blot up the excess by starting on the outside of the stain, then move toward the center of the affected area. This will prevent the stain from spreading. Do you owe too much money on your credit cards? Do you have over $12,000 in debt and don't know how you'll pay it off? I have a proven program that can help solve your debt problems. I'm Ted Brower, founder of Debt Settlement USA. Credit card debt can cause serious financial hardship, 
especially if you have loss of income, you're going through a divorce, or you have costly medical bills. Before things get worse, call Debt Settlement USA. We'll show you how to get rid of your debt faster than you think, without bankruptcy and without taking out another loan. Just call Debt Settlement USA right now for a free consultation. Your call is confidential and there's no obligation. Call Debt Settlement USA at 1-888-551-7788. If you're having trouble with credit card debt, call right now. Call 1-888-551-7788. That's 888-551-7788. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. It's Animal Radio. one 405 Welcome. Coincidentally, we seem to have a lot of giveaways today. Just uh, incredible this amount. good. Yeah, it is yeah. good. It uh, looks like the San Diego Zoo. We'll have a family four packs to give away several of those. Also, we got some great books and from Disney's Pixar and Leapfrog. We have a Disney Pixar package to give away. Several of those to give away. By the way, if you if you don't win today, you can win from the website. One of everything that I've mentioned today that that we're giving away, you have the opportunity to win at AnimalRadio.com. Also, if you want to become a reviewer for Animal Radio, review some of the products that uh, normally Ladybug, the studio stunt dog, would be reviewing, but she's just too darn tired these days. <laughs> uh, maybe you'd like to do it. Head on over to AnimalRadio.com. Hit the link that says Become a Reviewer. Fun stuff, that website there, and a lot of uh, good ways to waste time during your day. <laughs> but not at work. Isn't that what, that's what the Internet is all about isn't anymore, way, isn't it? it? With all this Twittering and it, it really is. blogging. And, of course, uh, Bobby is one of the biggest Twitterers I know. Yes, she is. <laughs> she's Twittering all the time. Right now, she's working on news, and we'll speak to her in just a few minutes. Hey, Joe, how are you? Hey, Bob, I've got a question. I've got a two-year-old blue healer. I've had him since he was... 14 uh, weeks old. Of course, he goes everywhere with me. But he has okay, this okay. thing he does. He, he licks pee. Uh, the spots that's been marked or he'll pee and turn around and lick it. What I'm wondering is, is he missing something in his diet? I mean, he yeah, when he does it, he knows I don't like it because he'll hang his head and look the other way. But now, when he licks it, his tongue goes spastic and he'll actually start foaming at the mouth. Uh, okay. Now, is, is this fella, is he neutered? No. All right. Well, what he is doing is he's reacting to the smells and the scent hormones, or basically the pheromones in that urine. So while it's a disgusting thing to imagine him licking urine, um, he's actually reacting and slightly overreacting to the presence of those uh, pheromones. So um, the best thing I could say is get this fella neutered, not only to stop this behavior, but also to keep him healthy, keep the risk of uh, prostate problems and cancers out of bay and and far away from him. So that would be my recommendation. Get this guy neutered, and you may see that 
that that does decrease some. But even if he did still do that and he still has this, um, the best thing I could advise is keep him on a leash or even a head collar when you are taking him out for his little exercise and try to keep him away from doing that. It's really a matter of just restricting the access as well. But, uh, yeah, the, the, the frothing at the mouth and getting all excited, that is, he's just picking up on those hormones. And thank goodness that doesn't happen for people. My God, could you imagine going out to clubs that night? That would be crazy. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm embarrassed when he does it. <laughs> but now, but now even in his, when he does his own pee, he's still after the pheromones and all that, right? Well, some dogs will lick their own urine, and, and that's where it kind of becomes just a bad behavior. So I would definitely stop him from doing that. Now, if he's just going over those areas and marking afterwards, yeah, he's just doing the whole territorial thing. The first thing I'd say is let's tame this fellow's hormones down a little bit, rein those in, and then um, when you're actually afterwards, I'd say when you're walking and exercising, we'll work on those things and trying to restrict the time and the amount of effort he's spending smelling those things. And that's when you say, okay, we're done. We're going back in the cab. And um, you just keep that time really short, brief, and uh, with time, if his experience and exposure to those things is shorter and we have less of this drooling and carrying on, then um, it'll gradually get better with that. So. Oh, okay. And well, mean, thank you. Yeah, meanwhile, I'm working on a poop and pee-flavored pet food, uh, dog food. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I live in a tight space with him, and gas is something I really don't want to smell dog-flavored <laughs> <Yeah>. dog food. <laughs> thank you for calling. one 405 to talk to Vlade, Dr. Debbie, Vinny, Joy, Susan, Bobby, any one of the Dream Team, we're at your beck and call right now. Dogs or cats, horse or Animals are people too. They're fighting over a ferret at a San Antonio university. Sarah Sevick asked the Justice Department to find Our Lady of the Lake University in violation of the Americans with Disabilities Act because they won't let her keep Lily, her service ferret, on campus. The school doesn't allow ferrets, but Sarah says her ferret is much more than a furry friend. 19-year-old Sarah suffers from panic attacks, and before getting Lily the ferret, Sarah was unable to keep a job and had to drop out of college. Lily is a registered service ferret that helps Sarah focus on something other than panicking. The school is afraid the ferret might bite another student, and the Justice Department is now reviewing the case. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. Hi, this is Jane Lynch on Animal Radio. Please spay or neuter your animal. I love it. When I went looking for a quality allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. Hi, I'm Ken Schrader. In race car driving, seconds can win a race. But to win the race against pet overpopulation, you need to understand the importance of spaying or neutering your pets. Every few seconds, hundreds of dogs and cats are put down in our country. Help fix the problem. I urge you to spay or neuter your pets. To find out how, visit Pets911.com or call 1-888-PETS-911 today. For more information, go to Pets911.com. 
proud to be a partner of Animal Radio. Okay, time to check out that website I heard about. www.safeguardfordogs.com There it is. Hi, I'm Don. The virtual host is a nice touch. Roxy. It looks like these links and videos cover everything a dog owner might want to know about intestinal worm infections and how to prevent them. Hmm, here's a savings coupon for Safeguard K90 Wormers and even an online reminder service. Better bookmark this one, www.safeguardfordogs.com. Are you tired of paying rent? The new book, Finding Your Own Home, is the only realtor and veterinarian-approved step-by-step guide for first-time home buyers with pets. Even if you're starting from scratch, Finding Your Own Home is the action plan for you. Finding Your Own Home includes 20 things you can do in the next 30 days to get started. Personal stories, 50 color photos, number crunching, online documents, and checklists. Get this book with lots of free stuff and bargains on MyPetFreebies.com. That's MyPetFreebies.com. Celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. If you're a regular listener of Animal Radio, it's easy to find yourself on either side of the elephant in the zoo controversy. You know, there's some people that really don't want to see elephants in the zoo. Some people that feel that it's the one place that we should teach our kids about elephants. Mm -hmm. The San Diego Zoo created a $45 million exhibit that is good for the elephants. So we're appeasing the elephants. We're allowing the kids to see. I wanted to get the uh, Rick Schwartz. Is he there? Rick is a senior animal keeper for the San Diego Zoo. Hi, Rick. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me. Tell us about your new exhibit, the elephant exhibit. Oh, where to start? Uh, It's huge, of course. Yes. How big uh, is huge? A little over seven and a half acres. Wow. uh, As far as the entire elephant odyssey area, the elephants have a large portion of that, too. And then there's their Elephant Care Center, which is an outstanding facility that, uh, that allows not only for the keepers and vets to do the work they need to do, but it allows our guests a, an insider's view. Uh, everything is visible for them so they can see exactly how elephants are properly cared for. Now, one of the biggest worries we've always had is that they're walking on the, the proper ground and they have places to walk because they get their what, they, predisposed they... some kind of elephant foot problem. Oh, well, you know, some elephants can have uh, certain issues. Uh, the Elephant Odyssey exhibit itself, of course, offers a wide variety of different substrates, not only for them to walk in, but to play in, interact with, lay and roll around in. And, of course, there's an incredibly large 137,000-gallon pool wow. uh, <laughs> that they can actually completely submerge and play in. So it's pretty exciting. I was looking at something on the, the Internet about a feeding system, a tree that's not always yeah. there and goes away. The tree is always there. We have uh, several of these utilities, and they are man-made, of course, but they look like trees. They'll have uh, plant life growing off the very top portion of these things. But like you mentioned, there will be feeding stations and water stations that one day will have an abundance of food and water at one tree and maybe uh, another one. But the following day, those two will not have food and water, and another two or three down the way will. Like real life, it's random. Exactly. Like real life, it's random. It allows them to explore their environment anew every single day. They get the opportunity to utilize all their senses. They have to work for their food a little bit. You know, the old school way of doing things was uh, just dump out a bunch of hay and, and vegetables for them, and they'll be fine. And which, you know, at the time in the 1950s and 60s, that was the best way to care for them as far as we knew. Who are the lucky tenants? Oh, well, we have, uh, geez, we have seven elephants. Uh, our beautiful male Asian elephant, Ranchapur, uh, he's a very handsome male. He's kind of the cornerstone of, of the herd in the sense that uh, he's the big male. Uh, we have several elephants then that have been with the, the zoo or the wild animal park for quite a long time. 
one of the crowd favorites. Uh, her name is Cha-Cha, and she loves to take her food and put it on top of her head. I She'll, do that, too. Yeah, you know, who doesn't, right? Yeah. Mm, in my hands, my hot little hands, I have a, a family four-pack. I have three family, yes. is that correct? Three family four-packs to the San Diego Zoo to check out their new $45 million exhibit. Elephant Odyssey is what it's called. Rick Schwartz, the senior animal keeper for the San Diego Zoo, is joining us. Now, these passes are good for the whole zoo, is that correct? Oh, yeah. Once you're in, you're in. Uh, you know, definitely wear very comfortable shoes. If you're coming in the summer, bring some uh, sunblock or a, a wide-brim hat and uh, enjoy the entire day here. It's a 100-acre zoo, and we have animals from all over the world. One of the best in the country, i got to say. Well, thank you. www.sandiegozoo.org if you want to learn more about the San Diego Zoo. And the new Elephant Odyssey, it is an amazing facility for the elephants. www.elephantodyssey.com. If you're like me, you have trouble spelling Odyssey, head on over to animalradio.com. We have links to everything you've heard on today's show. Rick, thank you so much for joining us. Well, thank you very much for having me. I really appreciate it. Three family four-packs right now. 1-866-405-8405 to the San Diego Zoo. Celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. That has to stay up there 10 days, is that correct? 10 whole days. Oh, boy. Quarantine on the front of the Animal Radio studios for 10 days. <laughs> uh, animals can't go in or out, according to Animal Services, County of San Luis Obispo, California. All the result of a cat bite. Oh, my. Yes, yeah, a little cat bite. Just a couple of minutes, we're going to be giving away the Disney Pixar Up package. Of course, it opens in theaters this weekend. It includes the t-shirt, the mini poster, the movie hat. I mean, that's all good. The storybook. But it also includes the tag LeapFrog reading system featuring Carl and Russell and all the friends from uh, Up. Build your vocabulary and your reading comprehension. Hey, Vlade, you could use one of these to learn English. <laughs> yes, yes. I, <laughs> you know, I always learning, but I think for in my business, speaking doglish, it's much better. Yeah, you make more money than, doing that. Exactly, and I'm very fluent in doglish. I mean, I think economic situation will not improve. I will need to learn mm. catlish, but yeah. I will ask you as the teacher. i got to read this just like this. You know how bad I am at reading. I need one of these leapfrog systems. Okay, we've teamed up with Disney Pixar to bring you a prize pack from Disney Pixar's first film in Disney Digital 3D Up. It opens this weekend. If you're caller number five right now, you'll receive the tag reading system and Up storybook plus movie hat, T-shirt, and a mini poster. Wow. Yeah. Give what reading a skills a lift with this leapfrog tag storybook featuring Carl and Russell and Doug the dog. Cute dog from the movie. You should see this movie. I can't wait. <laughs> uh, kids can use the tag reading system to bring words and pictures in the book to life, then play learning activities that help build vocabulary and reading comprehension skills. I actually learned to read that line there with the leapfrog system. There you go. It worked. Is he on line four? Yes, he is. Oh, Judah from NBC's 30 Rock. <laughs> Judah! Hey, what's up? This funny for Fido event happening this Wednesday at Caroline's. Yeah, that's right. Are you a big animal lover? Do you have animals at home? No, I don't. My folks do. And I, uh, I do like animals. I, you know, I'm in New York, so it's uh, a little hard to have an animal sometimes. You know, I'm on the road and stuff a lot. You're but, constantly uh, traveling. Yeah, well, I'm in the city a lot filming when we do 30 Rock or if I'm doing a movie. And then uh, when I'm not doing that, I'm in the city out doing shows every night. And then I'm on the road doing shows a lot, too. So, yeah, so it's not, you know, animals need a lot of attention. And I'm, the situation I'm in right now, you know, I'm always, I'm always moving. Uh, and I'm not in a situation where I can bring animals with me, really. So, 
Yeah, but no, animals are great. And, uh, yeah, this guy, Justin Silver, uh, runs a, a once-a-year show, Funny for Fido, and he gets a lot of top comics to uh, raise money all, all for the charity. How did you get involved with that? I mean, you certainly don't need the exposure. Well, I am the, uh, the world champion, and... Uh, I guess uh, Justin considers me, uh, you know, one of the top comics in New York, so he asked me to do it. The world champion what? Of the world, baby. Of the world. There you go. Yeah. Well, so if you if you had an animal, what kind would you get? Were you a cat guy, a dog guy? If you had the time, I'd you probably said... get a, I'd probably get a dragon or a dinosaur, and we'd practice karate every day. <laughs> Judah, Judah, get, get better cat. That's a less man than us. Like, or chihuahua. Yeah, no, no, like no, no, no. I would get a... Uh, I'm more of a dog guy than a cat guy. So I'm not discriminating against either, but if I had to choose, I'd choose a dog. Now, what kind of dog? I get a bunch, man. I get little ones and big ones, and I get a whole army of them, man. <laughs> you get I'd your have own. I have my own dog zoo at my house. Your own pack. Yeah, I like a nice, healthy mix: big dogs, little dogs, medium sized. You would be one of those hoarders, wouldn't you? Well, hoarders, or just maybe uh, popular is, is another word to use. I'm not a hoarder of animals. I'm just popular with the animals. It's easy to write comedy about animals, is it not? Oh, I don't know about that. I, I never mentioned that. I don't know. Well, you're going to go do an hour of stand-up. And by the way, they just told me you're doing a whole hour, but not to tell you that you're doing an hour. <laughs> uh, is it, is so there, that show, it's not... No, I'm not doing an hour at Caroline's for Funny for Fido. No, they're, they're having lots of... Basically, what you're going to see there, you'll probably see five or six or seven top comedians in the country and uh so it's not going to be a six seven hour show it'll be you know like an hour and a half or two hour show but you, you'll see i'm on it david tells on it i'm not sure who else is doing it but you're going to see top comics in the country you know normally you would pay a lot of money to see one of those guys but here you're going to see six or seven of them is it animal humor or just all kinds of humor right it's all kinds of humor no it's not necessarily dog jokes or or gerbil jokes, or cat jokes. It's, it's stand-up <laughs> comedy, and it's raising money for the Funny for Fido charity, which is uh, for, for dogs. Okay, that's this Wednesday night. Caroline's on Broadway, yeah. 8 p.m. Yeah, so it's just straight-up, it's just straight-up, uncensored stand-up comedy show, but the money all goes, we're not taking money on it. The money all goes for the charity. All of us are putting on a free show, and then the money goes. So it's, it's a regular stand-up comedy show, but with top-quality comics, and the money all goes to the charity. We know your time is precious. No, I got plenty of time, dude. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, if anyone wants to check me out, you can go to my website, which is worldchampionoftheworld.com. World Champion of the World. Yeah, because my name's a little hard to spell, you know. And... uh and then I'm also on Facebook and Twitter if any hot chicks want to stalk me. Now, Bobby uh, just started Twittering. What do you Twitter about? I just I, I put up uh, I put up three or four new jokes every day. You know, it's, you can only use 140 characters. Yeah. So I basically put up uh, three or four new jokes a day. And then if people respond to me, I'll respond to them also. So, I, yeah, that's I, it. It's just, it's just another form for me to uh, do comedy and put some jokes out there. I take it you're single and looking? Always looking, baby. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got your number. <laughs> there right. you go. Thank you See, very much. That's how you work it. That's how you work it. <laughs> we appreciate you spending time with us, Judah. Yeah, and then the website, if people want to find out about that, this particular show is funnyforfido.com. 
funnyforfido.org, and we'll link to it oh, from Adam. .org, excuse me. Don't listen to me. I'm a little <laughs> bit of an idiot. <laughs> we'll link to it all. .org. See, I was testing you to make sure you knew the right one. I okay. hope I passed. Judah, thank you so right. much. You okay. did with flying colors. Thanks a lot, guys. Before you go, can you just do a quick sweep? Hi, this is 30 Rocks Judah. I'm on Animal Radio, Spay and Neuter. The I bo- heard Animal Radio, but what was the other thing you said? Spay and Neuter. Spay and Neuter? Spay and Neuter your pet. You know, like Bob Barker well, I don't said. Demand, I don't want to. I don't want to be yelling instructions. Okay, then how about go over and give your pet a big old hug or something, I'll whatever you'd that. like to say. I'm all for that. Go I'm for all it. For hugs. Yeah, yeah. I got it. Okay. Yeah. Hey, this is Judah Friedlander, the world champion, and you are listening to Animal Radio. Now go and give your pet a hug, a nice big one, not a little wimpy one, a nice big loving hug. This is Animal Radio Network.